Good morning and welcome to day three of morning prayer with St Cuthbert. Let us pray. God of time, God of space, fill this moment with your grace. God of motion, God of peace, from each sin give release. God of quiet, God of might, keep us ever in your sight. Amen. Our psalm this morning is Psalm 96. Sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord all the earth. Sing to the Lord and bless his name. Tell out his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations. And his wonders among all peoples. For great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. He is more to be feared than all gods. For all the gods of the nations are but idols. It is the Lord who made the heavens. Honour and majesty are before him. Power and splendour are in his sanctuary. Ascribe to the Lord, you families of the prophets. Ascribe to the Lord honour and strength. Ascribe to the Lord the honour due to his name. Bring offerings and come into his courts. O oh, worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Let the whole earth tremble before him. Tell it out among the nations that the Lord is King. He has made the world so firm that it cannot be moved. He will judge the peoples with equity. Let the heavens rejoice and let the earth be glad. Let the sea thunder and all that is in it. Let the fields be joyful, and all that is in them. Let all the trees of the wood shout for joy before the Lord. For he comes, he comes to judge the earth. With righteousness he will judge the world, and the peoples with his truth. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and shall be forever. Amen. Lord God, you draw us by your beauty, and transform us by your holiness. Let our worship echo all creation's praise, and declare your glory to the nations, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
the Gospel reading, Luke chapter 2, beginning at verse 1. In those days a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration when Quirinius was governor of Syria, and all went to be registered, each to his own town. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, from the town of Nazareth, to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be registered with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no place for them in the inn. And in the same region there were shepherds out in the field, keeping watch over their flocks by night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them. They were filled with fear. And the angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Saviour who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace among those with whom he is pleased. When the angels went away from them into heaven, the shepherds said unto one another, Let us go over to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has made known to us. And they went with haste, and found Mary and Joseph, and the baby, lying in a manger. And when they saw it, they made known the saying that had been told them concerning this child, and all who heard it wondered at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured up all these things, pondering them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all that they had heard and seen as it had been told them. And at the end of eight days, when he was circumcised, he was called Jesus, the name given him by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. And when the time came for their purification, according to the law of Moses, they brought him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, as it is written in the law of the Lord. Every male who first opens the womb shall be called holy to the Lord, and to offer a sacrifice according to what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons. Now there was in Jerusalem a man whose name was Simeon, and this man was righteous and devout, waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. 
and it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. And he came in the Spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him according to the custom of the law, he took him up in his arms and blessed God and said, Lord, now you are letting your servant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, that you have prepared in the presence of all peoples a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for glory to your people, Israel. And his father and his mother marvelled at what was said about him. And Simeon blessed them, and said to Mary his mother, Behold, this child is appointed for the fall and rising of many in Israel, and for a sign that is opposed, and a sword will pierce through your own soul also, so that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. And there was a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was advanced in years, having lived with her husband seven years from when she was a virgin, and then as a widow, until she was eighty-four. She did not depart from the temple, worshipping with fasting and prayer night and day, and coming up at that very hour she began to give thanks to God and to speak of him to all who were waiting for the redemption of Jerusalem. And when they had performed everything according to the law of the Lord, they returned into Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth, and the child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favour of God was upon him. Here ends the Gospel reading. This is an Anglo-Saxon prayer from the Canterbury Benedictional. Lord Jesus Christ, you appeared among men in the substance of our flesh, being presented by your parents in the temple. The old man, Simeon, illuminated by the Holy Spirit, recognised, received, and blessed you. Be merciful to us, and endow us with the same grace of illumination by your Holy Spirit, that taught by him we may come truly to know you, and faithfully to love you, our Saviour and our Lord. Amen. Chapter 3 of Bede's Life of Cuthbert Henceforth the boy devoted himself to God, and, as he would later recount to his friends, when he prayed for help against frequent and pressing difficulties, he often had angels sent to defend him. 
he was heard by him who is wont to listen to the cry of the poor, and deliver them from all their tribulations, because he in turn was kind enough to pray for others in similar dangers. There is a monastery near the mouth of the Tyne, on the south bank, once full of monks, but changed, like everything else, by the course of time, and now housing a noble company of women. These monks used to bring the wood they needed for the house by raft, from a good distance away along the current of the river. One day they had reached the point opposite the monastery, and were bringing the rafts in, when a sudden gale arose out of the west, scattered the rafts, and dragged them down towards the mouth of the river. The monks inside the monastery saw what had happened, and launched out to help their brethren labouring on the rafts, but the fury of the wind got the better of them, and they could do nothing. Giving up hope of human aid, they fled to the divine. While the rafts were floating out to sea, they came out of the monastery, gathered round the nearest rock, and prayed fervently to the Lord for their brethren, who were on the point of perishing before their very eyes. The answer to their prayers was long delayed. But when it did come, it was clearly the work of God's providence, manifesting the power of Cuthbert's prayers. He himself was standing on the opposite bank of the river, among a great crowd of peasants. The rafts, floating out to sea, looked like five birds bobbing up and down on the waves. While the monks opposite were watching in sorrow, the peasants began to jeer at their way of life, as though they deserved such misfortune for spurning the life of the ordinary man and introducing new, unheard-of rules of conduct. Cuthbert stopped their insults. Do you realise what you were doing? Would it not be more human of you to pray for their safety rather than to gloat over their misfortune? But they... Boers, both in thought and speech, fulminated against him. Nobody is going to pray for them. Let not God raise a finger to help them. They have done away with the old ways of worship, and nobody knows what to do. The saint listened to them, and knelt down and prayed, bending low to the ground. At once the wind changed right about, and brought them safe and sound to land at a very convenient spot beside the monastery. Seeing this, the country people burned inwardly with shame at their impiety. They gave due credit to Cuthbert's faith, and from then on never ceased to praise him. The man who told me the story, a worthy brother of this monastery, said he had often heard one of that very group, a simple peasant, incapable of lying, tell the tale before a large audience. We come to our prayers of intercession. With faith and love, and in union with Christ, let us offer our prayers before the throne of grace. Heavenly Father, have mercy on your people, for whom your Son laid down his life. Bring healing and wholeness to people and nations, 
and have pity on those torn apart by division. Strengthen all who are persecuted for your name's sake, and deliver them from evil. Look in mercy on all who suffer, and hear those who cry out in pain and desolation. Bring comfort to the dying, and gladden their hearts with the vision of your glory. Give rest to the departed, and bring them with your saints to glory everlasting. And so we commend the world for which Christ died to your mercy and protection, O God. Amen. Our collect is another Anglo-Saxon prayer. Eternal and almighty God, the creator and recreator of human nature, by the humanity which your only begotten Son assumed within the womb of the Holy Virgin, look with favour upon us as we welcome the incarnation of your Son. And may we be worthy to be numbered among the members of his body. Through the same Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And we pray as our Saviour taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Finally, a prayer for ourselves. This is a prayer by Bede. I beseech you, merciful Jesus, that as you have graciously permitted me to drink sweetly from your word, which tells of you, to allow me in your goodness to come at last to you, the fountain of wisdom, that I may stand before your face for ever. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.